While most organizations like to think they are best practice when it comes to their accounts payable operations, the reality is something starkly different. The very best used about half of the recommended best practices, and the rest use even less. I've identified a handful of really weak and ineffective practices still in use at virtually every organization. We'll discuss why and how they hurt, as well as what you should be doing instead and can be doing without a whole lot of effort. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss the one practice that only recently slid into the wor- onto the worst practice list thanks to a new fraud. I'll tell you what to do instead. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence for those folks who work and manage or have responsibility for the accounts payable function. Now, before you stop bristling that your organization uses all best practices and how can I say otherwise, let me share that in AP Now's best practice survey, not one single respondent, and we had tons of them, was using all the best practices we surveyed on. And we only surveyed on the top dozen or so best practices. Think of it this way. How many people do you know that don't use alcohol, don't drink, don't take drugs, don't eat sugar, don't eat junk food, desserts, they eat in moderation, they get enough exercise, and they get enough sleep all the time? Not very many, I'm guessing. And even those few who do cheat every once in a while. By the very nature, best practices incorporate strong internal controls, fraud deterrence, process effectiveness, and cost efficiencies. They also allow for proper accounting and appropriate regulatory reporting and compliance. Weak and worse practices fall down on one or more of these requirements. Weak practice number one not actively encouraging all suppliers to send electronic invoices. These can be emailed, delivered through a portal, or even through EDI. The bottom line is it eliminates paper from the process and all the inefficient processes that go along with converting that piece of paper to electronic data and handling the paper on its own. Too many paper invoices increase the cost of running an accounts payable operation. They often get lost and they make it difficult for your team to earn all the early payment discounts that it's offered. Call or email suppliers sending paper invoices, asking them to, at a minimum, email you this important information. Point out that in all likelihood, this will get them paid faster while saving them some money also, the postage, the printing, etc. Weak practice number two, not taking aggressive action to stop multiple copies of the same invoice being sent by more than a few of your vendors. This has become the scourge in many accounts payable groups. Time must be spent weeding out the duplicate copies to make sure that you don't double pay. Time that could be better spent on more value-add tasks. What's more, usually a few of these duplicates slip through and end up getting paid twice. Another undesirable outcome. More time and effort then needs to be spent to track down and recover the duplicate payment. For often... Suppliers forget to notify customers of the duplicate payments, or if they do remember, they issue a credit memo, and that credit memo sometimes gets lost. Better to get suppliers to send a single copy to that special email address you set up to receive invoices. While it might seem counterintuitive to spend time calling suppliers, asking them to stop 
sending invoices by mail. It's an investment of time that will pay off in the long run. Now, be aware that no matter how many times you ask or how nice you are about it, some suppliers will continue to send multiple copies of the same invoice. Or some will stop and then they'll start again. To combat these initiatives, create a list of suppliers who routinely send duplicate copies of the same invoice before the due date and double check all their invoices before scheduling them for payment. When you talk to these suppliers, asking them to stop, you might tell them about your practice and that if they get on that list, which you hope they won't, of course, their payments will be delayed a day or two as someone does this double verification to make sure that that invoice in question has not already been paid. Be polite but firm. If you've watched other talks on this channel, and of course I hope you have, you may have heard me warn that there are some consultants out there now advising clients to send a second copy of the invoice on the due date or a few days before the due date. They claim this is to remind their customers to pay. You don't need to be reminded. You already got their invoice and you know you know when to pay. Personally, I suspect that a few of the organizations that do this are hoping that you'll make a duplicate payment. But of course, I can't prove that. If you suspect a supplier is sending second copies, you might with the hope of getting you to pay twice, you might add them to the list of suppliers whose invoices are always checked. You don't have to tell them, just go ahead and do it. Do you suspect any of your suppliers are invoicing you for a second or a third time in hopes that you're going to pay them twice? If so, let us know in the comments below. Week practice number three, too many paper checks. Now, it may not seem like paper checks are that expensive, but we're not only talking about the hard dollar costs associated with them, the posted, the envelopes, etc. I'm talking about that very valuable human effort that goes into producing the check, printing the check, mailing the check, getting manual signatures on the check, if you still do that, following up on uncashed checks, reconciling bank statements, doing unclaimed property reporting and remitting for uncashed checks. There's a lot of manual effort. The list is endless and the expenses may be much higher than you realize. Actively encourage suppliers who insist on paper checks to switch to ACH. Incentivize them by pointing out the benefits to them, not to you. You can keep that to yourself. Um, paying less frequently with paper checks and requiring new ACH for new suppliers. Yes, we know of a number of companies who have had some success by requiring their suppliers to uh, new suppliers to pay with ACH, otherwise they don't take them on as a new vendor, okay? Recently, paper checks have caused a significant spike in fraud with check fraud now soaring. And I'm going to address what's happening in week, week practice number four. Now, uh, if you've seen some of my other videos, maybe you've heard me talk about this, but if you haven't, um, I hope you'll pay attention because this is important for you both personally and for your organization. Mailing paper checks in those blue post office collections boxes, whether it's your personal check um, or company check, or putting them in the, your personal mailboxes with those red flags up is a signal to the postal delivery that you have some mail, but it's also a signal to criminals who might be driving by or walking by that you have a check in the mailbox. So bottom line, don't mail checks in either of these boxes. Take them to the post office and mail them there. There are 
not only taking them out of your personal mailboxes, they are going to those blue collection boxes which are on the street and putting their hands in and pulling pulling out mail. And then, you know, if they get a check, well, then they hit, hit gold mine. If you take your checks to the post office to mail them, don't use the blue collection box in the front. Take those few extra steps, go into the post office to mail them. I know at least one person who has had the check stolen right out of her mailbox. And the popular press has been full of stories about these, these, um, this type of fraud because it's exploding. Once the criminals has your check, they have all your banking information and they can replicate your check to your detriment. Now, since it's unlikely that we'll ever get rid of 100% of paper checks, or at least in the near future, you need to adjust your mail procedures now. I could talk a lot more about this fraud, but since we recently did a talk on it, I'll just point you in that direction. You can watch it right now on YouTube with the link that has appeared on your screen and is in the description below. As always, I greatly appreciate your likes, your subscribes, your comments, and your shares. They mean the world to me.